Hi and welcome to the Final Whistle, the number one sports podcast on Spotify. We hope you enjoyed the previous episode and this week we have another guest host and someone you'll hear a lot more of. He's of course a local football fan as well. Welcome on board, Jerome. Yo man, thanks so much for the opportunity. I'm definitely looking forward to this, especially after the first time, you know, talking about local football. I think um, really the platform that you've given for local football has been fantastic and it's always a great privilege to be here. Thanks man. Um, Jerome, you've been following the scene closely and you must be relishing this opportunity to get closer and pick the brains of some of Singapore football's finest as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I think at the end of the day, this whole platform is fantastic. And to be here with um, professionals as well as you guys, you know, talking with like-minded individuals are talking about football. It's always fantastic. Yeah, man. Likewise, good to have you here. And since it's your debut, I'll let you introduce our guest today. Ah, okay. So the thing about this guest is that it's a bit of an anecdote lah, kind of thing. You know, usually you'll always think about the number nine as someone who is up front, someone who is knocking the goals in consistently. <laughs> Sorry, um, he's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what you're talking you know, about. <laughs> so that, that's the thing. The number nine is always synonymous with the the front man, you know, mm. but rarely do you see someone use the number nine and barrel down the flanks like nobody's business. Um, and I think that should have given a clue to who the guest will be. And it's, of course, <laughs> Tanjo Paga's own Farid Hamid. Farid, how are you today, my man? Yes, man. I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I got to ask you the question, though. Mm-hmm. Why the number nine? I We've seen most of your career that you use the number nine. Yeah. Uh, I think it just got converted to number two now <laughs> for two years. Yeah. But uh, it started off with me playing in a different role. Mm. Yeah. So I, I used to play in the right wing. Yeah. And the number has been with me since, like, I was 18. Mm. Yeah. So all along, you don't want to change the number, you know, you, yeah. you, you've grown into. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like there's always that, that, um, that thinking of your first number, how you want to always keep it with you and yeah. stuff like that. Um, let, let's go into it. Like, I mean, let's start when you were younger. When did you first start playing and was it always in your mind to becoming a pro footballer? I think I started quite early. You know, I used to go to the CCs, you know, every Sunday weekend football thing, but I didn't see it as a career when I was young. So, actually, I was just representing the school, you know, zone, then got into the south zone, uh, the east zone, uh, there's a zonal thing last time. So, uh, I still didn't see it as a career. Uh, my mom emphasized on, you know, studies, uh, but they were very supportive even when I was playing for schools, you know, those, uh, when, you know, school zone, you know, primary school. Which school did you play for? I I I played for Eastview Primary School. Okay. Yeah. So when I was there, we were we 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 were champions for the two zone. Mm. Uh, for for both C division and C uh B division, you know, last time, yeah. So it was champion, but we got knocked out uh in the national round quarterfinals with San Gabriel for two oh, consecutive years. San Gabriel. <laughs> and apparently it was he, uh San Gabriel is now uh, used to play uh, Hafiz Sujat. Mm. He's my uh, very close friend. Mm. So coincidentally, he's in that team. That team. <laughs> he's with me. Yeah, I, I scored an own goal, I think. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he remembered that and he remembered me spitting at him. So I don't know, because of that, we <laughs> Spitting at him? Yeah, so <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. But he remembered that. Uh, I think that, that made us closer. <laughs> yeah, so secondary school, I think... Uh, the first time it occurs to me to be a professional was when uh, during SEC 2, one of my friends actually asked me to accompany him to a trial for the NFA 15 or NFA 16. Mm-hmm. I think it was under Coach Kade. 
I was reluctant at first. You know, secondary school, you mix around a lot. Mm. And then, you know, you don't see, I don't know where was I heading on and stuff. So, mm. yeah, I just say, okay lah. After, after, after a while, I think, okay lah, just go lah. Just accompany you. So, I got into it. And he didn't. But, mm. but I think I have to thank him also in a way. Yeah. But, uh, it just took off from there. Mm. I think Coach Kade showed the professional, you know, professional way of living. And uh, from there, it was training was at Christchurch, just beside Jalan Masa. And that time, uh, Young Lions, you know, those, uh, Bai was playing there, uh, Ridwan, Sharil. So we we get to see a lot of games. And, you know, you 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 feel that, you know, you want to be there. Yeah, so it, it, grew, in, grew, it grew on. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, from there, I mean, you're already in the NFA setup. What, um, when do you realize that you have what it takes to go through that whole phase for you? I think it's it's a challenge, I tell you, because I wasn't a regular starter, even in NFA time, mm-hmm. under Coach Kade. Uh, yes, he do. He does give a fair chance. You know, when sometimes when I say this, he's angry that I have this mindset mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, you're just a starter, you're making, a, making up a team. So he just say, fight. Ah. If you have a chance to play, you play. So I think I took, I took that and I continue. I think after that, after NFA 18, graduated, got into Young Lions. Uh, I was never ever a starter. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, when I was growing up, I have to prove myself first. Uh, because I wasn't established. I, I understand that. But everywhere I go, even first year Young Lions, I think first game I never play. Next game, I got the opportunity to play. And I take that chance. Yeah. Then after that, I continue to do that. But every year, when, you know, last time Young Lions was, uh, every year they changed coach. It was Sundram, then Terry, and then Sundram again. Every year a new coach come in, I will always start you, from the yeah, bench. Yeah, you have to start there again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then I have to prove myself again and then I stay. Yeah. Mm. So when you were going up from under 15 to under 18 to Young mm. Lions, was there this one player that you lost your, your place to in the team? Uh, not not so like one player, mm. but I think I was converted to a right back mm. when I got into Young Lions. So it happens be, uh, when I think under eighteen, under sixteen. Yes, we have that that you know challenge where me and Fazli Ayo, mm. we are very close. But uh, when I got in, it wasn't so smooth lah. So I got in, he was already there, so he wasn't happy that I was coming in because his position. No, <laughs> you have that kind. Yeah, yeah. That's where you push yourself. Yeah, yeah. But we are close. Mm. Yeah, just that you know we have that intense rivalry. But whenever a new person comes in in our position, when we are close, mm. we like, hey, we must kick this guy off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you have that kind of yeah. mentality. So, mm. uh, but apparently, I, I and him grew very close. And uh, under eighteen, I I get to play uh, under twenty one with Coach Terry Parkman. Then that point of time, uh, he got no right back. He got, but there were injured players and all. So we were preparing for the. Uh, newspaper cup or the Sultan Sultan Brunei the the yearly yearly annual thing uh. so he said he didn't have uh, players so he asked me whether he I can play so I just say wherever I play I just give my best uh. so that one training he focused on me playing right back so he actually converted me to a right back and yeah that's where I am now yeah so he was the one who gave you he that he was the one who, who gave me so we played that under 21 I think I played okay then from there, even Young Lions, 
Young Lions first year, I played a few positions. I got I I played right midfield, I played right back, you know, depending on where where they need needed me. Uh, but it grew on from there that okay, he's becoming a right back, and I I feel that you know with the fitness levels that I you know when when you were younger, you have this energy. Uh, it goes on naturally, and mm. I I quite enjoy it. Yeah, coming late from behind because uh, it 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 is a different ball game lah. Right midfield and right so yeah, right back. From being a right mid, uh right wing to right back, mm-hmm. did you have to change your game much or actually did you, like naturally just actually it's not much. If you see in general, a lot of our footballers now, those who play right back, were once a right midfielder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So me, Nazrul, mm. you have uh, even Mamat. Yeah, he we all used to play. So it's it's uh similar, uh, but it takes uh you know your primary goal changes. You you your your primary goal is uh, is to defend first before you support the attack. Yeah. So you've always like when you when you were converted to right back, you were like, okay, this is my position now. Or were you like at first you like, I I still want to go attack. Yeah, also. I still I still want to go. And the mm. coaches one thing they didn't stop us, as long as you get back. Into ah, position okay, for yeah. defending, yeah, okay with it, yeah. So that's the thing you you spoke about. You know the players that you um that you've grown up with, like Fazli. Um, I we I mean we all have Instagram. We've seen some of these throwback photos of a lot of uh, local footballers during the NFA mm-hmm. days. Who are some of the players? And you all spend a lot of time together. Who are yes. some of the players that you um spend so much time together? Like now, kind of like family lah. Even all these years on. Uh, I think if it, if it's like family very close, I think Hafiz is very close to me. Yeah. yeah. So, but apart from that, I think the batch players we have those Harris, mm. uh, Harris, Gabriel, Afik. Uh, actually, there's a lot of very talented players in my batch which didn't get the chance, but they were actually starters uh, uh, ahead of me. You know, those playing like you know Kenny Fondi, if you if you ever heard his name, Rahim. Uh, here, all all these players didn't get an opportunity which I which I got. Uh, is is you know sometimes it's it's just one person's rice bowl and not another not another one. So yeah, I pity them, but they are doing well also, mm. uh, outside of football as well. But if you say family, I think those who are still playing, Harris, Afik, uh, Gabriel, we all have that. Uh, Isdain, we all have that. Uh, that 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 bonus that no one ever understand or you know like. Yeah, because we we grew up together. Yeah, those NFA graduates, I think nineties, I think have the most number of players who is who are still playing around. Yeah, I think we have to credit to Coach Kade for that also. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Coach Kade, what are some like we've had a few of these players, like the the players that you mentioned, mm-hmm. they learned a lot from Coach Kade. Mm-hmm. What did what was one thing that he taught you that still sticks to you today? Oh man, talking about his name, Eddie, sometimes can give you goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when you're younger, you know, he he's he's a very disciplined guy. Mm-hmm. He teaches you discipline. For me, that's one of the key aspects that I take away. Yeah, I think even when we were younger, he emphasized a lot of discipline. Even when we were preparing for, you know, Lion City Cup or, you know, we had an AFC under 16 here. He still want us to study. He still use, he still give us tuition. For those, uh, because for myself, I was still playing, but it was my O level year. Yeah, so you know, it, it it's all those little things which he he set aside. Yeah, and he do a line. Sometimes you know you don't come training, 
You don't give some bullshit reason that you don't come training. He can come down and what, what on if, your what house. What if your, your, your reason was, oh, I had to study? Uh, no, there's no such thing. Because you, you, have, you have tuition here before training. Oh, before Ooh, training tuition? Yeah. Who, he got a tutor in? Or? Yeah, he got a tutor oh, in for okay. us. Yeah. So, was that for everyone or just certain for, players? For, for uh, whoever who wants. Or, yeah, I think for, for most, yeah. For so, most. all of you will come in, do yeah. the tuition first and then training and then... Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's amazing, man! Wow, <laughs> like considering how 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 that from there and now here we are today, um, kind of speaks volumes about the development, which is what we want to go into. Mm-hmm. Um, after that was Young Lions. Um, was that when you realized you were going to make a career out of football, or how did that whole Young Lions thing, um, develop you as a footballer and all? I think Young Lions was a very important uh, step, you know, to professional football. It shows. Uh, it it showed me how how to be professional. You know, you have game week weekly and thing. But I was lucky when I I went up to Young Lions. Uh, there were only a handful of senior players. Uh, Issa Harim was one of them. Yeah. So Issa, uh, I I'm I can say I'm quite close to him. Even we played in Geylang. You no, know, even until now, we, I sometimes I text him. You know about some things. Asking him for advice. I think he's the he's the first senior players who 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 I grew up with. Yeah, so I still sometimes uh seek his advice. Uh yeah, I think uh that was a step to a professional career. So it just grew on from there. You mm. you didn't really think, oh, if this can make a career of it, or you know, you just happen to see them and then you just continue playing. Yeah. So, I mean, as a younger player at that point of time, I mean, going into games, especially against athletic players, you know, mm. against men at that point of time, mm. what was the mentality of yourself as well as the squad going into these games? I think proving ourselves that we can compete. Mm. Uh, I remember because I grew up, I, I, I stayed in Tampines mm. when I was growing up. So, I do watch a lot of Tampines games. And when I was already in NFA, I still do watch, watch games in Tampines. So, uh, that was one one of my uh, target actually to play in Tampines Stadium mm. and that first year I think I played against a strong Tampines side mm. Alam, Alam Shah was there uh, a lot of good Mehmet Ruvik and everything mm. uh, yeah I, I remember being in the tunnel and just being starstruck you know, looking at them because you grew up watching them mm. yeah so it was it was one of the best moments uh, for me in that, that first year um, for you, you won your first of two Sea Games bronze medals during your debut season with mm. uh, Young Lions. Can you like talk us through that whole experience? You know, I think going into that Sea Games twenty nineteen Sea Games, no one gave us a chance mm. because the team consisted a lot of those first timers playing. Mm. Uh, my batch nineteen and mm. no, even Shafiq Ghani was in. Mm. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. So they had a national team. Uh, I think they, they were preparing for something for a national team as well at that point mm. of time. And, you know, they just say, okay, never mind. You all just go and, you know, get some ex- experience and exposure. But, you know, being young, you always want to try to achieve something. And this is mm. the big big stage in a, yeah. in a, in the region. So, mm. uh, like I said, first game I never play. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, first game I never play, I think Issa played right back. Mm. Uh, so you we were compromising the center midfield. Mm-hmm. So next game I play right back. I play the whole tournament, tournament after, after that. that. Yeah. So it always about proving out, out yeah. my, my own self. So yeah, that that's it. And 
we got the early goal in the semi-final against mm. Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, but, you know, quality, they they, they were a quality yeah. side and, you know, we lost 3-1. Mm. I think I still remember the the goal and stuff. Yeah, but, but it was a good experience and I think it was a good achievement. Mm. Yeah, that point of time. So it was a good achievement for us. Very nice. Um, For bronze medals wise, you won two of them. Which one mm-hmm. to you means more to you? Either the 2009 one or the 2013 one? Ah, uh, 2013 one, we don't want to say much, but I think we should have, <laughs> we, we, we can go further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should have gone to the final at least. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, this is a podcast. Mm. Please say more. Don't get me wrong, but mm. uh, it's just that you know, a lot of changes. Mm. I think uh, that was Lions 12 year, I think 2013. Yeah, we just won the, the league. Mm. So all along, we, we know Sundam will be the coach mm. for the SEA Games. Then he left for Nagri. Then ID took over. Uh, then, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of things that uh, we think that, you know, can be better. Uh, like what? Like maybe team selection, you know, like, wow, I really don't want to say this. <laughs> no, 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 but you know, some, when you select a player, uh, for tournaments, normally you have 23 or 22 players. I can't remember how many for SEA Games. Mm. Uh, you select here, you travel there with that number of players that necessary. You don't bring a player to the venue and then you say, oh, okay, he's not in the team and he has to fly back from there. Mm. You, know, so you that, bring a player to all so, the way So there. we bring extra players. We bring uh, we brought extra okay. players. Mm. But the players were dropped there before the start. Uh, okay. Oof. There's no point in doing that for me because you already have players in mind who you want to select. So mm. uh, just don't waste their time. Don't waste your time, you know, and yeah. don't waste people's money to get the flight and everything. So why why you do that there? Mm. I think it's always wanting a wanting a straighter answer, you know, yeah, rather yeah. than mm. being. I think it's, it's it's more straightforward that way. Mm. And at point of time, some players were it was their last SEA games, mm. so to to do it over there as well, it was demoralizing for them yeah. as well. For your batch, right, nineteen ninety. Yeah. At that, at that yeah. time, you will be like twenty three. Your final, yeah. your yeah. last SEA games, uh. mm. Mm. Yeah, it was my last SEA games. Yes. Mm. So, when that happened, did it? Uh, maybe drop the morale of the whole team or just the people who left or do you like you still feel for them mm. you don't say you you are demoralized by that just one one little thing you know that thing can be better like I say it can be better mm. the result also could have been better for us maybe if Sundram I don't know if if maybe Sundram have stayed on maybe he knows the players better mm. he can uh, you know pick better players for different games uh, then maybe maybe we could have done better. Yeah, it's, it's just an assumption. Uh, we can never know it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is just to be better and be in that situation again. Yeah. Okay, so now the thing that really came into mind is 2013. Um, you made a name for yourself as the first choice right back with the Lions 12. Um, how did that whole experience shape you as well? Because that was quite a good experience, you know, going overseas yeah. to play against the I think the that's the best, that's the best feeling of a professional life. That, mm. that whole two years or three years with Lions 12, it make you feel like a true professional. You know, mm. you travel for games, stadiums are full, uh, fans are crazy. Uh, you can never relieve that. Uh. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. And, you know, you always want to sh- challenge yourself. And this, you know, Malaysians are not quite, are not easy. We have that rivalry, rivalry as well. So, mm. and I always face uh, fast wingers. Mm-mm. Kunalan, Gopi, and, you know, all these fast... So it was quite an experience and you know you challenge yourself against them. Mm. It was yeah, it was really a good experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it shaped, you know, shaped us, the those players playing, uh that mindset, you know, and you know, coming to Jalamasa Stadium against them, you know you will never lose against them. Mm. Yeah, you have that feeling. So, but okay. Lions well for players, we've had a lot of players come in and they said that it's best time of their life. Mm. But as fans of the local league, mm. like I, I was against the I was against Lions Well. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought like this would this would this would be this would be this would be the end of the league. Mm-hmm. I thought I don't know, wasting our time playing with uh, Malaysian teams mm-hmm. and what do you think of that? I do, think do you have those same sentiments or not? Uh hmm. I really didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, because, to be yeah, honest, yeah. I yeah, because I, we had league games that were struggling to get yeah, even two, hundreds yeah. of people in. Mm-hmm. But then when it came to Lions 12 games, yeah. wow, the attendance was good. Mm-hmm. The publicity was good. Marketing mm-hmm. was good. But for you, for players, you guys don't really think about that. Yeah, for, for me, I think, uh, yeah, sadly I, sadly, I didn't think of that at that point of time. Yeah, so, but what I can say is, you know, we are trying to rebuild this league. Mm. we need the fans but we also need to produce our own and I think we are producing I think we were seeing some improvement until COVID mm. I think even la- end of last year the, the fans were picking up mm. yeah, even starting of the year last yeah. year it was picking up mm. but then COVID struck you know, and then we have to you know go over again so hopefully mm. if everything goes smoothly mm. next few months maybe we can see the fans back in the stadium mm. hopefully we can see numbers because I think Actually, there's quite a number of uh, interest in yeah. the sport. Quite a number who always ask, when's your game? You mm. know, all the you know, ex, you know, police officers, you know, the, those who serve with me, you know, they are quite supportive and they do follow the league. There's quite mm. a number, but they mostly don't come down to the stadium. But I think with now, you know, the COVID and everything, people want to come down and watch us. Mm. Yeah. True. And going back to your Lions 12 time, in our last episode, we had Stephen Tan sharing some stories of some special treatment by Malaysian <laughs> teams and fans when they go over to travel for games. You guys experienced that? Some, anything like that at the time? Uh, well, I think there's there's one, the ambulance were on fire, man. Ooh, I, think in ambulance Pahang, <laughs> I think in Pahang or Perak. Yeah, we, we won the game or Tengganu somewhere. Yeah, I think it's Tengganu. What we happened? won the semi-final FA Cup. Mm. They didn't let us go back, man. The fans. Oh yeah, the fans. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I heard that story from Jarvis. It was quite. They had to hold the fans in the stadium for quite, yeah, quite for a few quite hours. A yeah, yeah, mm. few hours we were in mm. there, and they were like, I don't know how they get the ambulance to explode, man. They were like <laughs> big explosion. We were all like shocked, man, inside. You, you, you guys were in the stadium. We, you yeah, oh, okay. we didn't get to leave. Yeah, mm. oh. yeah, but special treatments in terms of bad treatments. Like Stephen Tan, he was sharing that. Um, oh, it smell like they were pee, they they threw like maybe pee or what in the dressing room, ah, so the whole dressing room smelled like. Nah, no, yeah. no, 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 not in that case, la. <laughs> Not in this day no, and age, no, yeah, no. I don't think, I don't think so. It's <laughs> too extreme over there. La. I think there's two or three occasions that, yeah, uh, I think Sabah or Sarawak they threw some chairs or what, yeah, onto uh, the but, beach, yeah, at the you know uh bench, 
that's quite mad, no? Yeah. Oh, but, <laughs> I but, that, I but, but, but that makes the experience yeah. more. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you, you, you like it, you know? Mm-mm. In a way, you like it. That, yeah. That's the thing. That's what I was going to ask. I don't want to condone that yeah, in yeah, Singapore. Yeah, yeah, but if we had that, it would be nice. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice. It's like that rivalry, you know? Yeah, that's right. And it's the passion that's shown by the fans that really make it huge. You know, yeah. I think that's that's a very big thing mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to this. But how how honestly how did it feel when you guys won the trophies that you did with the Lions twelve? Like I mean, honestly, to it was win. the first time we won a league for me for me mm-hmm. a league and it's a foreign league. Mm. But I tell you that year was so. That's the best. Ah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it in words, mm. but I think that's the best year, 2013. Mm. Mm. For, for, for yourself? Myself, or, for myself. Okay. Uh, I broke into the national team, which apparently now is easier to break into the national team. <laughs> so uh, for me, for me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for you. <laughs> because at, at, at my age, you know, you want to go into young lines is also not so easy. Mm. Now, at 16, you are representing, you know, you, 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 you're in a club as a, as a, and as a, as a player. When we grow up, we were still in NFA watching and mm. waiting for our turn to come. True, true. Yeah. Even now, you know, SPR with the under 23 winning, it's too easy for under 23 players to, to come up and play. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't shape them. In my, in my opinion, it, that doesn't shape them. It makes uh, their job easier. So they don't have to push themselves too hard. I just be the best under 23 in the club. I'll get to play. Best three. So I can fucked up my game. But I will still play in the next game because the other guys are more fucked up than me. Yeah. Because you already have that space kind of there for and you, you already. And you have this mindset. Mm. So under 23s are not pushing themselves. Mm. We want them to push themselves to be better yeah. for them and for us mm. as, as a club. So that's one downside. I'm not saying all players are like that. Mm-mm-mm. Certain players are, mm. sadly. Or maybe, you know, because it's too easy, they don't think of, you know, making it hard. You know, our parents used to live a hard life yeah. to make to make things better for us. Mm. So they don't live the hard, hard life to make things better for them. Not mm. even for their kids, coming kids. So that's the mindset that they have now. Which is quite sad. But in a way, we are giving them a chance to, to you know, but they don't grab the chance. Yeah. Is that something yeah. you experience in your, your club right now as a captain? I think, yes. I think and it's quite hard also as a captain to push them. You know, because if they don't see football as a career, how matter hard you, you push them, if they don't see themselves becoming a pro footballer in the next, you know, after 23, 24, you don't see yourself playing 20, after 24. What for you push now? For yourself, when you were going up the the, the mm-hmm. whole system, mm-hmm. you also didn't know that you were going to play. Yeah. What? How? How is it? How different is it for for them? Uh, I didn't know that I wanted to be a pro footballer, but I always want to do the best for myself. That's why I push, and I want to push myself to be better. Then as you go up. As you grow older, you feel like, okay, I can do this. And, you know, I think Lions 12 at 23, it really, really changes the perception of Lions 12, uh, football as a career. So that's where I wanted to be. I, I, mm-hmm. I had that, 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 I had that step 
you know, to 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 turn into poem. Now, players, uh, just you know, from the system or NFA are sixteen, then they drop out. They stop playing for two years, maybe you know, concentrate on school and stuff. Then suddenly come back and play, and you can get that opportunity. Players back then didn't have this opportunity. Those my batch players, nineties, they didn't have this opportunity. Where eighteen, you go to club, you play prime league. Maybe you get four hundred a month. Then you have school. You have to you know, and then you you start to think whether whether I want to turn to pro or not. Because last time when you don't get into young lions, you go to clubs. Then you start to think whether you want to become a footballer or not. You have to make that decision there and then, because you don't want to waste your time two three years. Then you don't make it. Then you know you waste that two three years. You know where you can maybe sign on when you were serving and and stuff. So, but players nowadays have this leeway where you can go into a club, mm. and you can play. So that gives you a chance for for this step. So I had my chance in young lions. So they are having this chance in clubs. They have to push themselves. I don't think they are taking this chance. I'm not saying all players, but certain players are really you know you can see the potential in them. You can see if they wanted it, and uh, they can absorb faster. They can learn better. You know, can maybe push themselves. If I'm at 31 this year, if I can be in front of them in running, you know, fitness. When I was at 21, I, I, I'm, I'm fitter than the, the older players. So you have to, you, you know, you have to think that way. Yeah, you cannot be, you know, thinking, oh, okay lah, never mind lah. Next game I will be playing. So, yeah, that's that's one of the bad things lah. So do you think this under 20 rule to should to go? Uh, I don't think it should go, but maybe cutting down on the number of it. Would be better, yeah. For my for for me lah, I I think, yeah. And now players are being forced to you know retire. Uh, that's one one more sad thing, you know. Uh, with this ruling, you know, uh, and then over age thirty, you know, there there will be a time where you have to retire, you know. Yeah, I I thought of it last year. So, uh, I can say it's quite sad, but uh, I I, I was looking on the bright side lah. So I just didn't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a club every single year. I don't like to change club. Is that something that messes up with your head? It does. Uh, I have a family to feed, so of course you think of your family first. So I was actually, you know, tired of this. Uh, I was in Geylang, then I went to home. I didn't want to change any of club. I was happy where I am. I, 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 I don't ask for, you know, like, hundred, few thousands of dollars. You know, I just. Uh, for the same pay or whatever, I just I am I am I'm happy with it. Yeah, but you know, sometimes things doesn't work out in the club, so you have to change club. I don't like to change club. You know, I've been in FA, you know, set up since I was young, until I was 25. Lions 12 close, then I go to Geylang. Yeah, which is actually the next part where we're going to go into mm-hmm. actually. Um, you know, so it's quite a nice segue as yeah. we move on into the Geylang setup. That was actually your first. Professional club outside the FA setup. Um, what were some of the challenges that you faced going into that stint of your career? I think uh, going to that phase was actually quite abruptly because Lions 12 were not participating in 2016. Mm. Uh, I just got married that year, 2015. Uh, didn't go for my honeymoon as well, so I wanted to go for my honeymoon end of the year. But now I got no club to play next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm telling my wife. Uh, I think we just secure whatever club lah. 
Uh, and uh, I think I spoke to Gelang. Because I used to play, you know, last time he, uh, when I was younger, there's this eagle scam and, you know, in Gelang, you know, you have this perception of Gelang. Uh, even though how 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 bad it has been performing over the years. But, you know, uh, it's on the east side. You know, I stay in east side. I used to watch Tampines Gelang, you know. And that Gelang offer came. Uh, so I just grabbed on it. I think I was the first player to sign. After Lions, I was the first player to sign. I signed and I fuck off for my honeymoon. <laughs> so I didn't care about anything. I think there's a few articles coming out. Yeah. Uh, I, I signed for a game. I, I, was, I was in Korea. So I didn't care. <laughs> but that was the start. Yeah. Uh, I think I enjoyed my time there uh, with the coaches, you know, Hasrin. I'm working with him now. Uh, no Ali. Uh, management was okay. You know, Ben and uh, Bambang and, you know, they, yeah. So they had some follow-up with the management, but I think the players that we had, we could have, com- we, 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 we competed for me. Yeah. We did our best. Uh, yeah. But I think they overstrained their own budget that that Gelang for I think even now they are still recovering from that I don't know <laughs> yeah but uh, it was quite fun uh. I think Issa was there also with me yeah Issa uh, even the late uh, uh, Sharif yeah was there uh, it was fun Daniel was there yeah we, we had a complete team yeah maybe if we could have grown another year uh, I think we could have achieved something Was yeah. it different playing from uh, being in the FA setup and then suddenly thrown into a club? Uh, How different was it? Different in terms of the administrative stuff. Mm. You know, like, you know, in FA, you have everything covered. You have the medical side. You have your drinks, you know. You have everything is covered. You go to club, you don't even have eyes for training sometimes. <laughs> you know, you're, you drink just the plain water, you know, not even cold, plain water. Uh, no medical, no... No, no. Once you injured, there's no sports trainer to look after you. Uh, the, okay. the, the, the 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 budget in clubs are different in budget. When you say no medical, as in no. Yeah. What, what do you no mean? Physio to uh, treat okay, us, no physio. you know, or or once you injured, you come back. Uh, but those national team players, we still can go to FA. But those club players, once they got injured, let's say we have a play a club player doesn't represent the country, get uh. ACL, for instance. Yeah. So you go for surgery. It's all it's all paid for. You have that insurance covered. But uh, on-field rehab, you don't have that on-field rehab. Yeah. So it's a disadvantage to them also. I think that's one aspect that we should look at if you want to improve at, at you know, professionalism at uh, on a whole club level. Mm. I think that's that's very important. Players, uh, you know, recovery. You don't have, you know, those just basic things. You know, outsource from someone. I I I think it was I can't remember. Gelang was some kids come in and you no know, intern and just do whatever taping. You know, sometimes players can tape better than them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's sad. It's funny, but it's sad. Yeah, yeah that's the true, state we Yeah, I think that goes again the perfect segue into segue into the next what we're gonna talk about is injuries. Um, we know you had two knee I, quite significant injuries as well going into it. No, I do, I I I only have uh, I did a hip uh, what you call scope. Yeah, I had some 
uh, at my groin area, there's some uh, unwanted bones growing. I don't know from where. Mm. So they had to shave it off. And mm. not, not, not the good kind of bone. Eh? Uh, not the good kind of bone. <laughs> <laughs> one different. Can't even share this the bone. bone. Uh, it, it resisted my movement. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I couldn't move my leg. So they had to uh, shave it off. Uh, apart from that, I'm quite lucky that uh, oh, my knee, I had to do a PRP. My, uh, what is it called? Eh? I can't remember what is it. Eh? What's this one thin layer of it? The ligament or? Uh, apart from ligament, what is there? Uh, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. A uh, cartilage. Ah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I damaged my mm. cartilage. Yeah, so they had to do a PRP on that. Mm. But apart from that, I'm quite lucky. Lah. I don't have like very, you know, I don't have to go under the knife for my knee. Uh, but I have a lot of fracture bones. Uh. But mm. all that is football related, right? Football related. Oh, no, no. There some was, yeah. some accident and lines to have. I, I had a motor, motorbike. Motor, motor, motorbike yeah, accident. Motorbike because, accident. I, I was reading one of the articles and you had a motorcycle accident while playing at Lions 12. What, yeah. what happened? Two times. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> <laughs> one was 2013. Uh, 2013 uh. or 2014. Yeah, I think it was Chinese New Year. Uh, I was uh, near Jalan Besar Stadium. We mm. reaching for morning training already. Then this car suddenly come out. I tried to avoid, but you know, I, I, I felt wrongly. I broke my clerical bone. Uh-huh. Uh, was out for a few months. Uh, the other one was my own fault. Uh, the other one was, uh, I forget to bring my passport. We were going for a away game. I think this is 2015. Coach Fundy mm. time. Or 14. Yeah. Uh, I forget to bring my passport. <laughs> but my house is near. Mm. 10 minutes so I I I, I actually had uh, quite some time to actually go back and take mm. but I was actually rushing and it was raining it was slippery I, I sleep on my own mm. injured my toe until now it, it, it still gives me a scar <laughs> yeah, my shoe was I don't know how uh, it was scraped off you know my the mm. back backpack lucky I was holding a backpack because I think I flipped over oh, okay uh, but I was bleeding when I got back to my in-laws' place, so uh, my wife, my wife was at work, so I couldn't ask anyone else to send the passport. Uh, and then, and my brother-in-law passed away on a motorcycle. Mm. Uh, so it was quite a scene when I got back. My mother-in-law was crying, "Why, why are you bleeding and all?" Oh. So I had to compose myself before going in. Yeah, and then I had to call Kat Fiza, who mm. was our physio. To to tell to tell her I'm not coming to the airport. She said, "Just come. We we have clinic." I said, "I cannot even move." So in a way that, few months later, <laughs> things happened, and you know we lost that Slango game, three zero. But I was to be blamed. What? Uh, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was to be blamed. Uh, few months down the road, you know something happened, and you know someone brought up that. Uh, it's because of me that we lose that 3-0. Because of your injury? Or? Yeah, because we had really planned and I was supposed to start the game. But I didn't start the game. I didn't even travel. But I, mm. it's because of me we lose 3-0. How is that possible? I don't know. But that that's how it is. You know, sometimes you just have to take things you know, and take things and see things positively. Because of your accident. That's why you didn't play and then this person blamed you for it. Yeah. In front of everyone. So, yeah. In When you say in front of everyone, is it in front of the media the team, or the team. in front of the team? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's one experience that I can, you know, say that uh, it happened to me. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, you can't predict these kinds of things to happen. Uh, so yeah. to, to, it's not as if I wanted it yeah. to happen. No yeah. one wants to... Yeah, no one wants to happen like that. No. That's so the don't, thing. Don't, for me, don't keep it too hard. Lah. Mm-hmm. Don't keep it too hard, then don't blame it on other people if it's your own fault or what. So, I think I'm quite experienced to say that I don't care whatever people want to say about me. I don't mm-hmm. care about who whoever is listening who thinks that I'm talking bullshit or what. I'm, I'm, I'm a straight guy. People who know me, knows me. People know that I can be quite vocal on the pitch. Oh, people, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I can fuck everyone on the pitch. Mm. Because I want to win. Mm. That's the mindset I have. Uh, I don't care what people think. But outside, they can come talk to me. They know who I am outside. Mm-hmm. They know how I am outside. Those who knows, knows me, knows me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, there's this instant, uh, you know, this boy who couldn't <laughs> accept that uh, I was actually scolding him, but I was mm. actually scolding everyone. He came mm. up to me and said that, uh, why, are you, do you have something against me? Mm-mm. So uh, for me, you have to take it. La. I took it when I was younger. Mm. You take it when someone says, if I got something against you, I don't shout. I don't need to care about you. Yeah. I just want you to improve. If you can take it, you take it. La. If not, mm. then you tell me, la, then I don't bother about you. La. Yeah, Simple as that. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so now moving away from that, then was, after Geylang was Home United. Mm. How did that move come about for you? I think Home United, growing up, you wanted to, you know, play for them. Mm. Yeah, I grew up watching them as like, you know, every Friday. I remember every Friday live. My mother's room. Yeah, I watched them. Yazid was the keeper last time, you know. So, I wanted to represent them. So, the opportunity came with Badri and all. I think ideal. I think when I was in Lions 12, when the Korean coach uh, Lim, mm-hmm. he wanted me to go over when I was in Lions 12, but I wanted to stay in Lions 12. Mm-hmm. So, it didn't materialize then. Then, when after Geylang, they came. So, I, I, I yeah, I was mm-hmm. quite happy to go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, actually, Geylang offered me to stay on. Uh consistent player most consistent player for the two years mm. uh, but they want to cut your salary because mm. budget wise uh, uh, next year uh, next year will be the captain but uh, sorry but we have to cut your salary it, 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 it's it, it's contradicting you know you yeah. play well you're most consistent player mm. you want me to be the captain next year but but you want to cut my salary I, I for me the captain Ben is not a pulling factor for me mm-hmm. I don't need the captain band to shout at people or, you know, to to lead the team. Mm. Uh, I can do it through my own ways, you know, like, you know, showing them how to play mm. or, you know, do actions speak louder than words sometimes. Yeah, so for me, the captain band didn't pull. Uh, even if home landed, you know, when you were really getting something at, at a fixed amount, at, at, at an amount, yeah. if for you to stay on, it's either you fix at that amount or you go up. Mm. Even if you go out from that, you get lesser, but that's a, that's a starting point. Then you, it's better than you staying there and getting a pay cut. Mm. Yeah, that's for me. Yeah. So I, I, I honestly, I took a pay cut from from Geylang to Home United, but I didn't, I, I didn't see it as a pay cut. I took it as a you no, know, next year I can demand for more. I have to perform. I, I can demand. You know, so I took it like like that. Uh. Yeah. Especially since you're joining a club which is more known to be yeah. financially stable. Yes, yes. Mm. So, at Home United, 
what happened that you didn't really play a lot of game? I think it was the second year. Mm. But the first year, I think I played a lot. I under ideal. We won the zona. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Zonal Cup. Yeah. Uh, that was also one of the one of good experience. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. I have. Uh, second year, coach change. Uh, things change. Uh, I I don't I don't want to talk about it. It's still quite f- fresh for mm-hmm. me. Uh, but. Yeah lah. I don't. I don't want to say it. Lah. I don't <laughs> want to fine. say it. It's no worries. Yeah, it's about home. The second year onwards, uh, for me. Let's talk about the, the happier first times. Year. Right? Yeah, the first <laughs> year, the that AFC. Because I remember mm. that was actually the first year that I actually came back into local football, really watching it more mm-hmm. progressively. Then, that was when, of course, I saw you again. Then it was it was quite a nice moment as well because that I remember that final day was during National Day as well. Yeah. So that that was quite that was quite apt lah, for mm-hmm. you guys to mm-hmm. win to win that game and to win the trophy on that day. How like what was the pre-match build-up going into that? Because there was a lot of marketing that was going into it. Yeah, I think I think the first league we do one-one, the final. Yeah, I think the previous year they were also in the same position, but they lost. Uh, the first league, so it was actually trying to be better than next year, and it was an opportunity, you know, that we knew that we have a good team. I think that team was complete, mm. and. Coach Ideal know how to, you know, uh, Coach Ideal know how to pick his players, uh, know how to motivate his players. Even though the players are actually accomplished players, but you need a good coach to really put players in their position. Yeah, he knows how to make the best of it. Yeah, so that was quite a success- successful year. We didn't win the S League, but we were mm. close to winning it as well. We were actually fighting for it as well. Yeah, it was very. It was it was a memorable year as well. Yeah, the second best underlines. So, yeah. <laughs> um, how did he motivate you guys when you played the final? I think that one, you don't need to motivate much. I think yes, <laughs> we are really motivated yeah. for that. Yeah, we wanted to win that. We wanted to go. I think we had the experience of winning it. Then we go to North Korea where we get hammered. But it was an experience that no one can say. No one can say they have been to North Korea mm. apart from the players that went there. But oh. it was six days of no internet, no TV, nothing at all. So it was only players. So tell us, tell us about yeah. your experience in I think North if Korea. Uh, Wait, you've been to Korea in your for your honeymoon, right? Yeah. How was it? How different was it? Of course, it's it's damn different. Right? You don't get to go out, you know, freely. Mm. Yeah, I think there's a golf course, golf course, uh, golf course next to the hotel. In North Korea. So we, we really got nothing else to do. We played cards, you know. But how long can you play cards? You know, we have like whole day to ourselves. Uh, then we saw this golf course. So we just go down and wanted to go out. Then we can fuck. <laughs> By who? <laughs> By the LO. So you cannot go. You, uh, you must have uh, permission, special permission to, mm. to, to go there. So we asked her, we asked, uh, asked him to ask her whether we can go. Mm. So, so cannot go. <laughs> so we, we literally cannot go anywhere. Where they, wherever they took us, uh, we went for some sightseeing. But, the, you know, those buildings have, uh, what's that, letters to the to the general and all. Mm. Yeah. So we asked him what was it about. So he said it's, it's like praising the, the general. So it's really... You know, brainwashing to the general is the main person. But <laughs> but actually, it's quite... You, 
they say it's quite scary. I think it was scary for Song. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because he was going and he was held at the uh, customs for quite a time, uh, for quite some time. Uh. Mm. And I think Coach Aidil laptop was also confiscated. There was some restriction on, you know, whatever you can bring in. Even those uh, watches that have GPS all have to be confiscated, but they return mm. back once you go off. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was quite the experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing because I, I mean, but I think the referee was scared man that game. Fucking, <laughs> we, we scored the first goal, man. We scored first goal. Song scored one zero. We could have gotten a penalty. He never give us. Then next one, from from nowhere, he give penalty. You know, to Korea. then everything went downwards. Like. We lost eight one. I think. I just yeah, think, did we even get the full? We did we even get the actual score because we we all know with like Korean media how North Korean media lah everything is all discombobulated. Yeah, there, there's no life for it. And yeah, all, there's yeah, nothing available life, to us, and it was quite frustrating at that point because we were wanting to keep in touch with the action as possible. But lucky but, no life also lah. It was. But how was the crowd in the in the no, stadium? No crowd. No crowd. Ah, no oh, crowd. but they have the one of the biggest stadiums in the world. Right? Yeah, it's huge. Yes. So you played yes. in that in that yes. stadium, but yes. there was no crowd. No crowd. Super weird, eh? Super weird. <laughs> Super weird. Uh, but, uh, people there are also not so friendly. You know, you go Korea, mm. they smile at you. Uh, mm. This one, they don't look, don't even look at you. They don't even care. They just walk straight and straight face and just walk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What an experience. Uh. It's like the being whole in North Korea. I, I think that must have been quite the experience for everybody. Yeah. Uh. One thing good is you get to travel. Uh, but you don't travel leisurely. Yeah, so you do have you know been to Australia, uh, Aus- Austria and all, but we don't you know people say, hey, why well, you go Australia? But actually, they don't know. Actually, we are there for work. Mm. Uh, we don't go there for sightseeing. We do maybe one day or two days lah, but it's all as a team. Yeah, so you don't go out freely and all. Mm. So um, we're not gonna talk much about the second year, but, but what? So <laughs> can, from, can you? No, can no, you? no. If it's so fresh, okay, we're okay, fine. Okay. No, no problem at all. But okay, too so, many years lah. Too many years. But I don't, actually, I don't care. But I just don't want lah. Mm. Don't want to stay the, the, the shit lah. Yeah, understand lah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now going on to Tanjong Paga where you are now. Mm-hmm. Um, How did that whole thing come about in terms of the move to Tanjong Paga? Because I think there was a little break that you took in between mm-hmm. Home United and Tanjong Paga. So what um gave you the decision to come back to local football? I think firstly, I think club base, I played for three clubs. I think Tanjung Paga is one of the club where, you know, I, I'm i more, I'm the experienced guy. So, uh, there's no, like, for me to prove anything. You know, there's there's nothing for me to prove. I, I'm I'm here to help uh, the coaches to uh, develop players. So, that was the message, message uh, that Alung gave me. Lah. So, he wanted me to help him out. Uh, but I was actually, I actually was, I, I, I actually applied for prison's job really. But I was actually doing my degree, second year in Homeland, I was actually doing my degree. So I wanted to complete my degree before retiring. Degree in? Uh, business management. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I signed up second year home. So I had another two years. So, I was already finished. I, I already finished my first semester when, you know, Holmes decided not to renew me. So I was actually contemplating whether to continue my degree 
because I eventually I wanted to sign on. I I've enjoyed my NS life. I I uh, I'm okay with the regimental life, but not police lah. Because police sometimes saikang job lah for me. You know you don't do much. You just do training for SOC lah. Mm. I wanted to go to SCDF or you know somewhere where it's more action packed or mm. you know you you have something to do and every day is different. You know. So uh, then I uh, I I'm quite close. I like I said I'm close to Hafiz. So Hafiz is. Kapfiza's brother. So Kapfiza's husband is a prison officer, mm. and he tells me about the prison job and all. So I think okay lah, why not? So I actually applied for prison, and I actually thought of uh, stopping my degree because there's no point for me taking my degree then I sign on already. Then it doesn't it doesn't benefit me as well. I if I wanted to take a degree after I sign on, maybe a few years, then I can go under scholarship with them. So that was my thinking. So when Along uh, came, I think late, very late December, early January, he said about Tanjung Paga. See why are you stopping? I say, uh, no lah, Along. I think I have enough. I I had enough lah of you know yearly contracts and everything. The un the uncertainty of you know. Uh, because I have to support my family. I I I have to think future already. Because at that age, or maybe I was turning thirty. You have to think of what you want to do next. I have my C license. Uh, I don't know whether I want to take a B license, but you know, I don't see myself as a coach because if everyone, every footballer who, who who thinks like that, everyone will become a coach. <laughs> There's a lot lah. There's a lot of you know academies <laughs> you can go to and all lah. But you know, if everyone does that, then what makes you different from them? Mm. Yeah. So I didn't want to be a coach. Because of this lah, mm. so when Along came in, uh, he asked me to help him out. So we had a negotiation thing. So I think it it can last me to finish my degree. Mm. So it was continue playing. At the same time, you can finish your degree, or you stop playing, don't take your degree, and just sign on. For me, that was the two two option that I had. If I had to continue playing, that means I have to finish my degree, which I am. Finishing soon. <laughs> How long ago? Nice. Uh, April finish. Hopefully. Ah, okay. If no sun <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's the plan for me. Yeah. Then after degree, you know, uh, now certain things, you know, I don't want me to be a coach. Wants me to take my B. You know, since I've been playing here, I can develop the players. You know, from COE system to go up. It's an option for me as well. So yeah, we have to see where it goes, but. Uh, I am currently enjoying playing. Uh, I think it gives me a new lease of life. I don't have to fight for my place like I have to for my whole entire career. Even in home, I had to you know fight for your place. You know you have to give. You no, know, I I don't say I don't give my hundred percent. When I play, I give my hundred percent because I want to win every single game. But there's just that burden of thinking of, uh, you know you're you're in the lineup. You know you will play. Just that you have to you know. Push the kids, push the push yourself, maintain your performance. You will be there. You know, you don't have to. You know, like really, I have to show the coaches. You know, this one is. Yeah, and Along have that experience of playing as well. And when he is thirty, you know, you know certain things. You know, sometimes ah, hey, you don't need to do ah, you guys. You know, you have that kind of uh, you feel that you're 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 wanted. You feel that you're being taken care of. You know, 
that's where you want to also prove that I can still do this. I'm still fit. I still can do. I can go. I think in football, in Singapore context, I still can go for a few more years if I want to. If I want to. Yeah. But I'm not looking that far. Lah. Yeah. So when, during your semi-retirement after Home United, mm. was the under-20 rule, 23 rule yeah, part it, of it? Yeah, it was still there. Yeah, it, 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 it still, you know, you have that at the back of your mind. Mm. You know, these under-23 rules are actually killing the livelihood of those un- 24 and above players. Mm, yes. If you don't make it at under 23 level, you're not talking about Hami and you're not talking about uh, Saifula because they will be there. They will be there. 24, 25, 26, they will be there. See, like, sometimes club just take players 23 just for that ruling. Mm, just for the sake of it. It's not developing the players. After that, 24, what then at 24, you want to find work. What work can you do? If you're experienced, what experience you have at 24? Where, you know, 24, sorry if, I'm, if I ask you 24, what were you doing? Working. Uh. Working, really. <laughs> you're working, you had the experience, really. You had the upper hand from this 24 years old who only play football. Yeah, so... How are they going to compete now? How are they going to compete? Yeah. You know, you... you so you're setting you them up yeah, for failure you already, already at that point. Not say head start, no. Not say you got a head start. It's just that you choose this path. He chooses this path. But then this path leads to nowhere. Mm. There's no progression. There's nothing. And I'm sorry to say, but you're earning peanuts. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So, um, the whole Tanjong Paga move honestly came very quickly. Yeah. It came like within a flash, bang, suddenly Tanjong Paga back in the league. Suddenly one team, eh? Suddenly one team. I tell you. The first few trainings, uh, Alung say, hey, come lah, come for training ah. Uh. We, we were training at uh, Queenstown Stadium. Oh. But uh, no post, uh, we had to, no booking, so we had to train behind the, the, the goalpost and all. But we had actually no players. Literally mm. no players. So Alung, when I came ah, uh, I was thinking, oh, this one, from where, you know, these boys? <laughs> boys cannot kick. <laughs> if you want to compete, lah, you, know, you know, because they are still boys, you know, you want to compete in S league. Yeah, long, this one, I was actually, I go back, I tell my wife, this one, I tell you, B, this one, confirm <laughs> ngabak, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, long, ni macam, macam mana, long? Then he said, we have to, lah, because, you know, it was last minute. Every mm. player who can play and all, they already signed up for a team. What we have are all those balance who don't have clubs. You know, and we were lucky that Warriors actually closed down. So we had some players from there you know, to support. But apparently not all from the you know, the Kampung behind that <laughs> came in, <laughs> uh, came on board. So they were actually like, you know, recruiting them for COE under 15. But if we had no players, that were the players that we have. You know, and at first, it was like, macam, I'm not long. Never mind, long. This one, I retire one day. But, you know, thinking of the bigger picture for myself. Were you the first senior player this time? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we had, we had a meeting of five players, but only me and Raihan. Yeah. But the rest, uh, you know, those young lions come out from young lions, but no club. Like, uh, Shukri and Shadat. Yeah. But, 
They also straight away going NS. Sign. Oh no, Shadet played a few games before going NS. Ah, uh, Shukri straight away go NS. Yeah, but it was an experience, lah. It was like uh, Rojak team like suddenly from nowhere. But I think we we managed to. No, we didn't win any games. It was it wasn't nice, lah, for myself as well. You know, you used to play in home like that where you win games. Uh, you go suddenly you go to a club where you don't win any games. I don't say it's demoralizing, but uh, I wanted to win a game, at least one. It, we didn't manage to do that lah, but we were close. We didn't give teams a chance, you know. Most of our games we lose by a goal to nil. Mm, with the players we have, with the, you don't say the time we had, you know, because I think COVID already erased that off because they don't say you don't have enough time time to prepare and all. But we didn't have the players that we wanted or, you know, we didn't have a choice of players that we want. And with that in mind, with how the team go, with how the team play, uh, with the, you know, um, coaches that, you know, we, 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 the, it's just the forming out of the team. It's already a, a, an achievement to even compete, you know, to lose maybe a nail, one goal to nail we do with Lion City, you know, first few games, you know. LWX we do two two with ten men, you know. Uh, it was a quite it, it was a good start lah. Uh, then we started to build on the way we play after the COVID and all. But I think this year we we will be we will be better definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, looking at the new signings, yeah, definitely yeah. it's going to be something. Yeah, uh, it's going to be something major. Uh. Hopefully, hopefully. Mm. Does that bring you confidence going to training and then you see? Well, of course, man. Of players, all these good players. Oh, because when they come from. Place, if from before that, you were thinking, ah, what need training, Layana. You know this. You know you do passing drill also is a problem. You no, know? where you pass, how you pass. You know balls. Uh, you know, but with these quality players, you can see the quality straight away. And if we don't compete, then we have to take responsibility this time around. Yeah, you can give excuses that we didn't win any games. We. The fact is we didn't win any game. You can give all kind of excuses, but we didn't win any game. But we made history lah of not winning any game. <laughs> yeah. so, if you want to see a good point in that, yeah, yeah, but we made history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but until now, my dad still te- teases me lah. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it hurts, of course. As a football player, you want to win every game. I think I go on uh, the, the SPL show saying that, you know, we want to compete. You know, but you don't win any games. But at least we compete, you know? Yeah. Because I think there was a few notable results. I mean, you managed to take points off LCS, managed to take points off Tampines, mm. especially when Tampines were fighting for that title. You guys really, <laughs> yeah. really put a, a spanner into that. And, mm. you know, you guys definitely work hard to, yeah. to get through to some those players, results. Some you players, know, right? some, you know, they come up and say, why are you all playing? What can we do? You know? What, what are you all playing? How? What, what you want us to do? How can we do? Or what can we do better? We can't. You want us to try? If we try, we get trashed by you. Which is better? We lose 1-0 or we lose 8-0? Yeah. I think that was, that was the main thing about mm. it. Like, I think at the end of the year, I think going into next year, hopefully, you know, it'll be much better next for you year, going. This, this year? Bro. Oh, this year. <laughs> <laughs> 2021, bro. Already, my head. COVID already all, head all yeah. gone already. Hopefully, <laughs> this yeah. Year, hopefully, yeah, this year. We will, we will, yeah, the, the Jaguars will, will come back. 
<laughs> okay, so now on to the national team phase. You made your debut in 2013 against Myanmar. How did that call up come about for you? Uh, I think it was, I was actually very hopeful, even in Young Lions time. You, know, you wanted your name to be in there. Like I said, it was not easy that point of time. I got it. I got my breakthrough at 21. Even though I made my professional in 18, 19 years old, I only made a national team debut in 20, uh, when I was 23. It shows you the level of competitiveness that point of time and now. Now you can walk into the team when you're 17, 18. If you're an exceptional player, and I say exceptional player like Haris Harun, you can do that at 16, you know? But for me, they are nowhere near there to be get called up to for a national team. I don't say I'm I'm very good. For me, I'm not uh, technically very very good. But I work my ass off. I know that no one can take that away from me. Yeah, I work my ass off. No one can say that. Uh, no one can say that I don't. So yeah, but like I say. Once rice bowl is not another one. So whoever got get into national team then good for you. Ah. But I get in 23 when I was in 23. I, I think I assisted that game uh, with uh, Ambri score. So hopefully this year we can do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Reminisce. Ah. Yeah. Reminisce about so, it. Yeah, it was, it was uh, I think 23 uh, Lions 12 year the, the team was playing very well. Yeah. So I think it was about time to be get to to get called up. I think if I don't get called up, maybe after that I will have faded away. I w- I wouldn't. I would just be a normal club player. And you know, when you when when you have that mentality, you don't push yourself to to be a to be a footballer. Or you know, you if you're trying to get just one chance to get out from the scene, yeah, because you have really lost that much time. Like I say the head start when you are twenty four and it was there. So when I got into the national team, then I said, okay, then I'll just continue. Yeah. So who, we've heard stories of like, you know, Anders, he was at a coffee shop when he heard about his call-up. Where where were you when you heard about your call-up? Wow, I can't remember team? that one. <laughs> I really can't remember that one. Yeah, I don't. I think in training, training, yeah. yeah. But it, did these call-ups come like during Lions 12 training since everyone's there, right? hey, this game you're playing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next week report to national national, th- national team training okay official letter clubs will get official mm. letter from the a- uh, FA mm-hmm. uh, stating that uh, this player this player will have to report for national team ah, so, uh, so that, that, that same thing uh. but for Lions 12 like yeah Lions 12 yeah, 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 just go same people yeah just take and go so yeah, you're talking about the the assist for Karel Amri's goal mm. in that that first match. What I mean, we always know how Karel Amri is in the box. You know, he's always mm. there making space for himself. What was in your mind as you were playing the ball in? That one, I think I just played the ball in. I know someone, <laughs> someone would be there to finish it. <laughs> yeah, and he was there. Uh, yeah. like, in all his glory as always. Hopefully this year we'll we'll see more of that again. Hopefully, uh, yeah. yeah. So, do you still hope to play in the national team? Yes, of course. I think if you have. If you don't have that mindset, then there's no point playing. You know, like I say, I, 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 I'm here to finish my degree and all. But at the back of your mind, you still want to represent the country. You know you can still do it. Uh, whether you get selected or not is, is a different issue altogether. But you have to put yourself there. You have to, you know, perform 
to be to to be selected. Yeah. So for me, of course, uh, I would love to still represent the country. You know, we have the uh, Suzuki Cup and all. So yeah, just see how it goes, lah. Yeah. Okay. Before we let you go, mm-hmm. we have this uh, rapid fire round. Five questions where we need, where we need uh immediate answer to. Okay. Do you do you want to get get the first two questions? All right. So uh, first one is best player you've played against. Maria. I played against Argentina. <laughs> you had to mark him. Uh, they were all over the place. So yeah, <laughs> you see him also. Yeah, you can't compete. Yeah. Ah, uh, number number two, best player you've played with. With. And this one not rapid, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the first name that comes to your mind, lah. Sharil. Sharil. Why Sharil? He have this football intelligence. He can run so much, but you give him the ball, he know he knows what to do with the ball. Yeah. Okay, third question. Most memor- memorable moment in your career? Lifting the MSL League 2013. Yeah. Fourth question. Your wish for Tanjung Paga this season? Not to get the first win, but to compete for the title. Uh, all right. Love that answer. <laughs> Love that answer. Yes. <laughs> And finally, your wish for Singapore football? Well, that's a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish... I know uh, for my players or my generation batch, we don't get to reap the benefits if it's going to improve. But you will love to see improvement in a lot of things. Uh, players, players will improve when things get better behind. For sure. No pictures, no medical stuff. Uh, the, the structure of it. There's a lot to it. It's good, not going to be easy as well, uh, you know, with all these uh, government rulings and, you know, you have this NS and all. We already have that, uh, other other countries have this head start, you know, where they don't have to serve NS and all. I think it, it, it is a hindrance, NS, but it is what it is lah. So you can't change that much also. So, but you just hope that things will be better. Even, even now, if you ask me if I have a boy, I, I, don't, I don't have a boy, I have two girls. If I have a boy, will I ask my boy to play? I still don't know. Eh. I still not sure. Eh. Even though I'm a footballer, even though it made me who I am, you can play lah as a hobby. I don't mind, but to make it a career, if it doesn't improve, I'm not sure. So if I don't have that conviction to ask my kids to play, how do I push the under 21 to you know push them? Oh, there's a lot of things you know you can change in Singapore football so Lion City Sailors what they do now they have this privatization which is good for the league if only there uh, you know another five investors you know with all this I think it will improve the league one thing but clubs cannot forgo their players I just say you have a top world scorer last year Top goal scorer, goal of the year. But the club releases you. And that club is going AFC. What the fuck is that, Zia? I don't care lah if they're here lah. I, I fuck it lah. But, but you know, you, it doesn't make sense, you know. He give you what you all wanted. He give you all go AFC. You all go AFC, you all throw him. No club. When player got no club, when he goes to another club, this is... um. Like how you say, ah, 
bargaining ah okay how you want to bargain how you want to nego your contract you tell me now i got no club you take lah 1005 i give you you want you play ah you take ah and if okay lah you you guys know who it is lah nizam i'm close to him i feel sad for him you know he's a he's he he goal of the year top local goal scorer gelang release Then they post, oh, welcome certain players, certain players, but on loan. Clubs don't take care of their players, but you take player on loan. Why? Because you got no budget. Cheap lah. Ah, uh, now it's not taking the good players. Now it's taking who's the cheapest. Ah, uh, that's the that's the sad state we are in. That's the very 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 state sad state we are in. Jordan leave for how long? How long was he here? Jordan Leaf. Why? Because he want to play in Canada. If he wanted to play in Canada, he wouldn't have come here in the first place. He wanted that neutralization to represent our 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 country. Why? Why was he? Why 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 was he not signed? Budget wise. So you know, in a good thing, Lion City sellers. Is um, actually helping clubs, but also clubs are not taking care of players because why? On oh, my lah, I just learn from Lion City lah. Lion City like that. Everyone sign with Lion City lah. Then Lion City <laughs> does. They made the feeder club to everybody. Yeah lah. Then what's the point? We are talking. I I don't care lah. Podcast. <laughs> I, my career is up already lah. I won't go. If I go out from Tanjung Pagar, I won't be playing anywhere. So fuck it lah. Just say lah. You know. Yeah. That's that's the sad state we are in. So if you say want to improve football, Singapore football, I think they have to look into this. Ah, hmm. I don't know whether the budget wise is not enough or what. Ah, because you know we don't perform. You know, or you know the top board never give enough money or what. For but for some reason, you know, it's a sad state. Ah, yeah. All right, Farid. Thank you for your answer. Definitely not rapid, but definitely fire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Thanks for coming. It, It's been it's been a wonderful what how how long is it one hour, uh, how one long hour has plus it been? one hour plus yeah <laughs> thanks oh. for coming bro <laughs> no, it's, it's my pleasure yeah we look forward I to think looking. I think we had this schedule for last year I think yeah mm. uh, yeah uh, but was, I think because uh, of COVID, COVID and, and everything yeah. I think it's finally finally <laughs> done <huh? laughs> thanks for coming we look forward to looking uh, to watching you on the pitch yes. this season hopefully yes, for sure. thank you thank you thank you.